There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me, Jill. Look at them. They're about to draw. I fired point blank. Watch this. to Crappy Anime Showdown. I am your host and referee, as always, Mike. Uh, today, I am joined by the world-renowned, number one in this class, number one in our hearts, anal polyp surgeon, JW. Wow. Yeah, it, it's the greatest achievement I have. I once <laughs> removed an anal polyp the size of a 300-foot plant. <laughs> it, it was amazing. Do you say yes. a plant? Yeah, yeah. You ever seen, uh, you ever seen like, The Last of Us, where, like, yes. the, the parasite jumps in the polyp jumps on your brain and then it sprouts like fungus. You, it was you like get that, that fungi but on a man's and plant. The, they're not the same thing. No, that that's plants the thing. Plants and though. fungi. Like, I don't. Give I'm gonna a be shit. real stickler about this for some reason. Oh yeah, yeah. you're, you're nailing thing. it. You're nailing it. Yeah, you like, really ruined my whole joke with this your is plants aren't fungus. <laughs> this is important <laughs> joke. for some reason. Well, you can tell <laughs> I love it. You know what else isn't a fun guy? Ethan. Anyway. No! Oh, fuck. <laughs> and, oh. Uh, wow. Was that like your planned one, too? I guess. No. Just impressive. No. Yeah, no. He knew I would make the last <laughs> of us rebuttal. We call improv. Yeah. Oh. Uh, also joined by the mysterious figure behind uh, the notion that gender equality is being able to punch women in the face. Ethan. Mm. Thanks. Oh, he said, I, as, as per usual, I will, I will make the case that my friends are actively attempting to sabotage any political <laughs> career I have in the future at any given moment yeah uh, i'm really happy who to listens to this will thus like any politician ignore <laughs> any context and just <laughs> yeah. be like yeah someone else said that about him 100 percent. you're gonna get, get cited on the new york times as a high level staffer <laughs> yeah <laughs> i have a, a high level like... staffer close to the source said that oh, he only God. thinks female equality is punching them in the face no, that's on the, my bucket list so I'm i've only about. ever uh you know polled for people like you know watched polls gone door to door but you, you better believe mm. it i am high fucking I level very clearly even if i was in your camp would be the person that would be the mole, but I would just dish out like weird information what? about your this campaign. Is, Mike, this is the exact reason why I would never let anyone in this. Well, maybe you know what the producer might get let into the campaign, but absolutely oh, yeah, not you two. Like no fucking way. You actively would sabotage it, even if you thought you were doing good. You'd be like, "Hey, did you know that Ethan had like two warts on his feet that he would oh, just no, like I would, terrified at people touching?" Never touch him. think that I was doing good. I want to get that clear. I would never have the oh, notion it. that what I was doing would be helpful anyway Great, uh, in thanks case i guess this podcast is dedicated to pitting garbage anime against each other to see which is the most deplorable while still being entertaining enough to watch today ethan will be defending trapped in a dating sim the winning one uh going up against jw who will be defending healer girl as always the loser you really think i'm gonna lose here yes motherfucker yeah you're definitely gonna lose uh, yeah, so this how do you guys feel? Thinks we're he's gonna fucking Wait, are we still on Twitter now that Elon's not buying it? Like, is there is there a reason? Or what? We weren't gonna change regardless we were there of before, whether or not he we'll bought be it. There after. Actually, <laughs> I was the one at Twitter who sued him. Billionaires will rise and crumble, and we are the only constant in this That's right. world. <laughs> That's, That's right. true. Yeah, you know who won't be uh, judging crappy anime is fucking Mother's Basement after That's that right. last uh, that last video. That's right. The man has sold out in a way that I have. Never experienced before. <laughs> I don't know who he sold to, but his soul was somewhere on the I, contract. I got it. I'm gonna for, say I, I don't think he sold hope out. That it's for a massive amount of money. I don't think so. I, I think he what? just believes it, guys. 
No, I don't think he does. You don't think? Because, like, he used to do awesome takedowns of, like, SAO and stuff, and he used to point out creepy anime bullshit, and now right, he's just, like, is, ignoring it. But this is the Miyazaki thing, where it's, like, the only reason why these quote-unquote artists can't make art anymore is because the only art they consume is literally anime. They don't go outside. No, they don't touch dra- the grass. Idea. It's just that he is a guy who makes his money reviewing these things, and anime right. nerds are some of the most fragile... Yes, uh, they are. Shit-headed human beings on the planet. Yes. So, he can't say anything bad or he loses his money, basically. Right, also, he's like, getting sponsorships from probably anime companies. I mean, maybe. But whatever. It doesn't really matter. The real point of the matter here is that he doesn't... He just ignores it. He just ignores the creepy anime bullshit. Which, in a lot of ways, is just as bad as, you know, endorsing it. But, you know, whatever. He just... He's making his money. He can do his thing, I guess. Yeah, I mean, grand scheme of things, it's uh, it's all sad. Gigax uh, yeah. got his podcast that totally stole from us, even though he made his first. He made it, first. but also I don't think it does. It's also kind of crap. They call it trash taste, but yeah, then they like, just talk about how much they love. <laughs> yeah, it's the not. Animes. It I've I've seen more. They're the of that Flash, like and we're it. the guy who said it's us, Barry. <laughs> I'm the one who jerked you off. <laughs> it's not good. Oh, like, I, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever. Anti Flash. The fuck that guy's name is. Oh um, wait, shit. It's like a weird future name that doesn't make sense. I don't. It's like Eamon Thorpe or something. Like it's fucking weird. He, the, the, Giga can be Flash, but we are. The guy's in the darkness, <laughs> it's, touching it's his penis when he's not looking. Profes- it's reverse flash or Professor Zoom. It's a Professor yeah, Thon. Thon? Professor Thon. Thank yeah, you, producer. It's a, yeah. a terrible name. Also, just look at Mother's Basement. This is what's on the uh, Wikitubia. I guess it's a he wiki knew for YouTube. Exactly what brand he, he was going for. Yeah, but I think this is an old picture. Like, I, I want to think he's cleaned up a little. Yeah, at the end of the day, we can't do anything to him. His hairline hasn't already done. <laughs> Yeah, Burn. see, he hasn't owned up I to the fact that he just needs I wanna, to shave I want to be his friend. I want to give him a hug and tell him he's he's fine making that money. You know what? Just, Honestly, uh, I was maybe right. Maybe say this something like bad about an anime thing. once in a while. It, it, it's just okay. like sad, too, because, you know, like, I, I, I always hated his content, to be perfectly honest. And, I mean, yeah. But I, I, I you know, I liked it at the beginning. The very beginning, it, I thought he did an okay well, job. Sure. But like, like it was fun back. listening to the takedowns and like yeah, it, was, it was also yeah. fun because of our show and he would do the like worst, you know, anime of a certain season. And I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see which ones we had and which ones he had. That's a that's a fun little thing to like entertainment thing. And then you watch it. And it's like, oh, now literally two of ours are on his. Uh, he picked uh, uh, trapped in a dating sim. Makes perfect sense. And said, proceeded to say absolutely nothing bad about it. And then he invented a point that the anime does not share. Okay, I didn't and, watch this video because I couldn't no, be fucking I, I bothered. No, I watched it. So and basically what he said was that, like, he insinuated and basically covered for the anime by saying that the reason that all the, the women have all the power in society in this anime is because they're trying to show you what it's like for a woman. You know, because men usually have all the problems. Wait, but that doesn't even make any sense. It does not. But when you look at it for more than two seconds, because as is abundantly obvious, the women characters in this are treated even more like shit than the men. The men do seem to have actually all the power, though, because he constantly gets his promotions from men and not women. Yep. 
And yep. at no point ever in the entire anime do we get a, a woman character that's anything other than a two-dimensional cardboard cutout yep. or a man character that's anything other than a card, two-dimensional cardboard cutout. It's it like it, that, that what he said is, is patently false to the level where you have to start asking questions about like how could anyone be so ignorant as to say it? And then you're like, oh, he's not so ignorant as to say it. He said it because he knew he can't point it out or else all the incel shitbags that are his fan base will get mad that they that he made fun of their favorite anime. So much like Gigguk, he's he's doing the whole heel turn. It's trash and we're trash, uh, right, guys? Uh, Lol, LMAO, aren't we trash? It's, no, no, like, yeah, I get you're trying to take the word back. No, you're fucking trash. This This anime is objectively sexist and disgusting. I think it's funny as fuck because That's of that. So funny. And I can it's watch so it for that. Funny. But I'm never going to talk about it and be like, this is anything other than stupid, asinine, no. shit tier world building. No. Oh, yeah. He compliments the world building, too. Insane. That is insane. The, the complete lack of world building. It, if anything, this one, is like a poorly performed satire that proves that anime world building is mostly <laughs> just trash. <laughs> Completely done. Yeah. To, I, to I compliment know, like, it with any level of sincerity is may, insane. Maybe me. there's a maybe there's a meta level here where like the whole joke is that he gave the he wrote the script with a literal gun to his head. <laughs> <laughs> but like short of that, you you couldn't pay me enough to say that shit. Uh, the other one he had on his on the video was uh, a couple of cuckoos, which we most notably basically kicked off the show for being too mediocre. Um, the only thing he manages to make fun of that the show does is make fun of the extremely low-hanging fruit of that time she pretends to kill herself for points on uh, TikTok oh, yeah. and for obvious reasons and uh, making fun of the ridiculousness of the swapped at birth story. And it's like, and then proceeds, it's actually similar to what we did, sort of just compliment the fact that it's very mediocre and otherwise has at least some unique-ish characters that have some chemistry with each other. And like, you can kind of, like-ish watching it, but otherwise it's nothing you haven't seen 10 million times before, so, like, why bother? Right. So, like, it's weird that, like, his first one was Cuckoo's. We basically came to the exact same conclusion, but then he tried to apply that it's actually just mediocre line to a bunch of other ones, one of right. which was trapped in a dating sim for Atome mobs. I was like, okay, buddy. You lost me. So, you lost my bet. You lost my vote. He lost my money. He lost another my endorsement. News. I'm, uh, I was you will never out. get us as a sponsor. You understand us? That's, That's true. Yeah, right. You will never get the prestigious uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Basement, if that is your real name. <laughs> uh, it turns out his name is Jeff, by the way. I um, know his name was Jeff. It's, I knew it in the but back it's of the, like But it's the weird spelling. I've heard it before. Um, yeah, yeah, like a, uh, like G O E. No, not like producer. I appreciate that you found that gif literally at light speed, but no, not G-O-F. the. My name is Yeah. My name is Yeah. Um, no, uh, I mean G E O F F. That one. Yeah, that oh, you, you no. nailed him. You really took him down to size, um, pointing out that he spells his name funny. <laughs> no, actually, I was gonna compliment him for the record. Like, I was oh, trying yeah. to figure out why he got canceled because, like, the dude a few he years did? back. Not like soft canceled. Like there was a there was a brief period where he and Gigguk were kind of like were head and head. Not even competitors, but just like if you watch Gigguk, you oh, walk another basement and vice versa. That's, that's cute. <laughs> but now they do the exact same thing. They do the exact same thing. And back in 2018, so there were two things. The first one 
was apparently he basically said there was no reason to pirate legally available anime. And I remember that video. I remember watching it and being like, yeah, whatever. Fuck you, dude. I'm going to pirate whatever uh, I want to pirate. And like, that's fine. It, you know, that, 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 that sounds like literal gun to the head. No, like I think you probably meant it seriously. I don't know. You should go watch that it. Sounds like I want to get the fucking sponsor thing. Well, I, so anyway, like, no, no, he, he I was have complaining. Agree, I have to agree with Jay on that one. I mean, maybe it is. I, I guess I don't really care. Um, because the, Gigix done the same thing. Like he doesn't make fun of anime anymore. He doesn't make fun of like weird, creepy shit. He just compliments everything, even if sometimes it's a backhanded compliment. Like true. he's literally, well, live, I, as far as I could tell, lives on that. It, on if someone if someone told me that they were both contractually obligated to not say anything, you know, too angry, that would be that would be exactly what I would expect. Yeah, I mean. Whatever. I guess I care less. I, the, the compliment I was gonna pay to him was that apparently he had attempted to go after Goblin Slayer as fetishizing sexual assault, and that was the thing it seems like actually canceled him. Oh, amazing! Because yeah, anime the viewers... objectively true thing. You know what? I wouldn't yes. be surprised if that was the final straw. Like he was, he was just done trying to point out the disgusting habits of anime, and is like, you know yeah, what? If you right. guys are gonna Maybe try like, to get ah. on my ass for Goblin Slayer. You're not worth my fucking time so and effort. Let me, I will give let me you back exactly you up what on you this, want, just like, and I don't care. I'm going to throw some fucking gas on the fire. To quote the Wikipedia, go, the video is his most disliked video, sitting at 16,000 dislikes. People also called him a hypocrite for praising High School of the Dead, an anime with lots of sexual themes. He claimed that- Goblin Slayer's <laughs> graphic depictions of assault were des- uh, designed to still be fans I, of the I will call him a hypocrite for defending uh, Mushoko Tensei. And not liking Goblin Slayer. Well, those no, that's are a the fair point. Thing. Yeah, that's a pretty yeah. good call. But <laughs> those one came after the other. He defended Goblin Slayer before Mushoko Tensei came out. That's true. And like, I no, honestly, that that I that's just the discussion to rest as far as I'm concerned. Like that that literally right there. That's the that's the keystone moment where he just he shut down. Well, he can't the last... make, he can't make what he wants to make. He can't say what he wants to say. The only way he 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 can either sacrifice his channel or he can continue to make money. Well, would you like a nail for it. your coffin? I sure. The Give last sentence of the paragraph. This led to a lot of people unsubscribing. Oh my god. <laughs> they did they like and comment though? No, I don't know if they liked and comment. They did. Actually, I guess you have to take they away disliked a like and, and they angry disliked. Commented? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, Shit, you know what? Dude. Any comment's a good comment. You know, we that is true. We but the any dislike and, and the unsubscribe is not good. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, at uh, this point, I now just feel bad for him. I feel like I should just tell you all to like, comment, and subscribe to Mother's Basement. Oh Maybe yeah, if he sorry. Gets enough confidence uh, we're, we're back. Sponsored by he'll Mother's get his Basement. balls back, and he'll start making fun of anime again. In the meantime, if you need someone who is just going to say whatever the fuck comes straight into their brain about anime, you can come right here. <laughs> come I right am on. Never, to no matter GW how much you fucking give me, literally, no matter how much you give me, I am never, ever, ever going to stop making fun of anime and the shitty subhuman garbage that loves it. I don't say do. not likes it, not likes it, loves it. Uh, yep. Well, two things before we get started. What are we One, talking? Uh, yeah, what I'm are we very, here for? I'm like very, I'm very interested in uh, in hearing that uh, Ethan thinks that he is going to win. And two, since you we guys have already nuts. killed a lot of time, um, we're just going to turn it over to Jay to start then, you know, so that he can kill time. So there you go. Okay, so. Uh, uh, hold on, the, the time is right now 15 minutes. So if JW claims in 45 minutes from now that he burned 60 minutes... Well, I mean, he did most of the talking, so... That <coughs> oh, go fuck yourself. 
I no, would. this is what we call stalling for time, son. Oh, oh yeah, sorry, my <laughs> bad. If you were yeah. on my, I, I'm the only one that pulled level. up in the Wikipedia and just whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. Whatever. You ain't on my fucking level. That's true. I cannot bullshit as well as you, bruh. So, did you try? Did you try bullshitting today? today? If you don't bullshit next week, sorry, go ahead, Jay. What? Anyway, so my anime today was Healer Girls. Healer Mm. Girls is an absolutely terrible fucking show. Cornucopia Uh, of boring. Episodes 6 through 12 were definitely really fucking boring. Uh, (laughs) Absolutely nothing happened at all. And I, I swear to God, I just lost brain cells. Well, hold on. We gotta. I'm sure you're about to pull bump fake here, but one episode was good. Yes, one episode was good. Which episode, you say? Let me fucking tell you. So as <laughs> I, we establish, real quick, before, hold on. I, I'm just gonna say the pattern right now. JW is going mm-hmm. to end like 45 minutes from now. Tell you, the viewer, that his should win entirely based off of one fucking <laughs> yes. episode. Yes, like, I like, fucking like, am. So, I'll, I will just tell you that right the fuck yeah. now. It's like, all right, but here's let's, 20 let's, minutes out of like 120. You watch this, it's solid. Vote for yeah. me. <laughs> when we last left our intrepid heroes, voices singing of things, they were wow. trying to do what I believe is called a mandatory small business day at every Japanese high school. They yeah, call it a cultural apparently festival, Russia doesn't have it because they're is, Soviets. Which is also very funny because it's exactly where we left off in, in, in dating sim. <laughs> It so is, it is. Yes, it is. And don't think for a second I didn't get two of the plot points confused. Because I did. Because I've seen this shit 10,000 fucking times. Why does anybody on planet Earth sit down for a night of nice anime and think, man, I can't wait for the mandatory fucking cultural festival episode? Boy, it is that just a, a root tootin' riot. I sure do love those. You know what's even weirder is being That's from th- Japan and getting excited about that episode. Like, for yeah, me, exactly. I'm like, oh, this is kind of, like, weird. But, like, once, twice, even three times, I'm like, okay, like, this is kind of a cultural exchange that, like, you know, the, I, I don't know about this. Like, I don't think neat, it's a I cultural guess. exchange. I think it's another, another firm piece of evidence that <laughs> okay. anyone who isn't in high school or middle school in Japan it's just so it's fucking miserable. sad and depressed yeah, yeah. that they literally look back on that school festival time as like one of the pivotal moments of their life. Probably. And I yeah. genuinely cannot think of anything sadder until we can't do that <laughs> until this episode. Because in this episode, fucking nothing happens. Wow. They run a booth where they sell Russian food. But they don't. Someone else runs a booth. I forget who or why. It's a maid cafe. That, a cat maid cafe. It's a maid cafe. Two people put on cat ears. Where I've never spent, seen this they before. Spent, they spent so much on the cat maid that they forgot to buy food. Isn't that so? They bought it from I a mean, grocery the joke store, in this was maid? actually all right for what it's worth. I I, right. I got a bit of a chuckle out of it. The, there's like there's a scene where like one of their doctor mentor people. I don't know. <clears throat> um, she's like. Oh hey, you know, like, did you make the tea from like leaves? That's pretty cool. And she's oh, like, yeah, Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah totally, totally did. did. And then like, you literally like, it cuts to them opening a plastic bottle of like, you know, sugar tea essentially. Yeah. And she's like, it's I just like, oh, heard you're pouring that plastic. Out of a bottle, huh? Like, I, I literally just heard it behind that curtain. Like, oh, uh, uh, like, well, did you make the food yourself? And it's like, yep. And you just like, well, we heard plastic, and it like cuts yeah, to the end of them opening it. Oh, yeah. It's it's just a short little bit. It's fine. In a better show, it would have just been something you like chortle out and move on. 
But um, in here, it's uh, it's an acceptable joke, I guess. I guess. Whatever. Anyway, it's fine. It's, it's, it's not it's offensive. Dumb. I Fuck wasn't off. even going to talk about it. Oh, oh yeah, my bad. Sorry. I, I'm sorry that I'm filling your time because there's six episodes of garbage. You are filling my time with stuff that does not help my case. Can you <laughs> <Yes>. stop sabotaging <laughs> me, please? Yeah, he's got a point there, Ethan. I'm going to let you know right then and there. Otherwise, when you point. get yours, I'm going to talk about the fucking world building, and you're going to have to sit there <laughs> and answer all kinds of questions about, well, wait, wait, how come uh, he's using different weapons? Uh, where did he get those from? That's pretty weird. Uh, was, it from, was it from dungeons? Uh, was that what that was? Huh? All right, we don't need to yeah, talk no. about weapons. We can focus. Yeah, exactly. On we don't, do we? <laughs> we don't fucking need that. So, <laughs> episode six, they do the stall. No one gives a fuck. Episode seven, it's a two-parter. They eat the food. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> the next one, I love maid slash you're fired. I don't even fucking remember what's okay, happening first of here. All, that, that the was maid, episode the, the... seven, and that's where the owie. Uh, the pianist uh, gets fired by Raimi Sama. No, that was episode uh, eight, right. by the way, but whatever. Is it really? Yeah, no, the fire. Yes, it's episode yeah, eight. Yeah, ep- episode eight is the one where they yeah. fairly, as- like, I guess it's just a mandatory thing, like, slavery has got to exist. So we, we've sort of seen it before, but like the one rich blonde chick's got a maid. Yep. And by maid, I mean servant. And by servant, Part-time I mean surrogate, surrogate parent. Yeah, uh, it's weird. Now, like, literally, blonde bitch. Blonde bitch's parents are successful opera singers, and as a result, they are literally never home. So this Which blonde bitch was literally raised by her maid, her maid, who is just her parent. Yeah. Uh, halfway at the very beginning of episode eight, they're doing something. They go over to blonde bitch's house and the maid like makes them tea and cookies and I don't know, jerks them off or something. And they're like, oh, wow, I wish I had a slave. Shut up. Don't call her a slave. She's a maid. It's like, yeah, I think slaves are cute. Shut up. It's a maid. It's like, oh, I just want someone subservient to me to do everything I say and not talk to my parents. Like, oh, God, dude, it's not. Don't shut up. So uh, after like one of them Candyland and proceeds to insensitively insult the help, uh, they, uh, there's a bit of a falling out uh, because it turns out the maid crazy fucking idea has some unfulfilled goals in her life you know since having to become someone's fucking parent randomly as a job she yes. is apparently a really good pianist and as Who's a result she peeing into? she's peeing all over some Dutch guy who is, <laughs> keeps sending her letters every other week about how great her pianist is I love your fingers I love your I fucking pee in it. Let me see you stroke those keys and pee all over me. Like, okay, <laughs> baby. So she and, and like she gets this fucking letter from this creep every goddamn day. Now, push your however, instead of throwing them in the trash or burning them or whatever, she puts them all in a bookcase. That's blatantly obvious where they are. Uh, one day, uh, blonde girl. Blonde girl feels bad about having someone do literally everything for her and decides she's going to strike it out on her own and do everyday mundane tasks necessary for her own survival. And, and she she's really bad as a, as a as a real as a real part where she's going to real take take control of her life and take care of herself. Wow, right? she's doing it. Uh, she proceeds to suck at it. However, the maid <sighs> has to be physically pushed away to not do everything for her. Hmm. All right. Well, a little weird, but. The, the maid literally thinks of this girl as her daughter for obvious reasons. Upon finding out and, and been collecting the mail uh, that 
someone wants her to play piano for some uh, fucking two-bit jazz band or something in some other country, blonde girl proceeds to fly off the fucking handle uh, and decide that the only thing that you can do in a situation where your literal fucking slave has something that they want to do um, is fire them. And when they go, no, I don't actually really want to do that other thing all that badly. I just want to take care of you because I think of myself as your parent. You go, fuck you, bitch. I hate you. I never want to see you again. Get out of here. I will banish you back to Mexico. <laughs> Get out. And she says every mean thing in the book, kind of like that scene where like the guy's got to kick the dog so that yeah, the dog yeah. runs away. Go on now. Yeah, go Get. on. I don't want to see Which, you around here no more. I hate I you. Get snivels as he puts on his steel toe boot <laughs> get out of here fido i'll break all your limbs before i let you follow me god that's then, fucking morbid jesus christ they kick the dog and the dog cries i mean kicking the dog's one thing breaking all of its fucking knees is yeah another. well the dog was too loyal ethan I, the dog yeah, had a sense of loyalty you wouldn't fucking understand Yo, it wait do you remember you the understand the relationship between a slave and its master okay a proper one you, where the slave would literally rather fucking die than I, ever do something that doesn't involve taking care of the master, okay? I, Even if he doesn't mm-hmm. want it right now. You mm-hmm. understand? You understand that? And maybe, maybe the last gift that slave can give is their death will tell that master that they do need somebody. You know, they deserve that. They deserve someone who can take care of them like that. It's, it's heartwarming stuff if you would just open your heart, okay? Shit, yeah, my bad, It's Sorry. beautiful shit. So after mistreating her slave in possibly one of the worst ways you could imagine, uh, she... Wait, hold on. That's definitely not true. It definitely gets much worse for people that have been slaves than what happened to this poor woman in this. It's an okay, emotional uh, hurt. If you're so fluent in it's this, an name every hurt. slave ever. Go. Yeah, oh, n- name, name every worst slave so. Wow, you got me, guys. Fuck. You know, every time I feel confident 12 years a slave, they made him play the violin. How about that? Oh, yeah. Every once in a while, guys, I say this is worse than playing the violin. Jay, I just... Playing the violin is not even that bad, honestly. I I just want to point out, Jay, I know we're talking about this slave, but... I want to go back to the. <laughs> did to the you wait? Festival. Hold on, hold on. Did he just fucking Schindler's list me and I didn't catch it? Is that is yeah, that what that yeah. that was a reference, right? Yeah, we're talking about the slaves here. No, um, I the, the fucking violin wasn't it, wasn't that in Schindler's list? No, that I was swear. Twelve Years a Slave. Oh, oh wait, really? I haven't seen that. Then where did I pull that? You got from? your slaves mixed up. How racist? I literally haven't seen that movie, so I don't know where I pulled that from. You got There's... your slaves mixed up. Well, yeah, what he, do you he, fucking well, know? Hey, you know what? Got... It also happens in Snowpiercer, so you know, not that that's one to one, but you know, we're <laughs> no. here. Yeah, it's about also class, like not race. You yeah, fucking I know it's about class, liberal. not race. I'm just saying, fuck you. It's like you know, they're basically slaves on the train, and they get pulled up to play violin. And basically slaves all right the proletariat are not <laughs> like just like slaves okay oh, class wow, okay. consciousness is not the same thing here and i oh, just don't bad. appreciate yeah. what you're what yeah, you're pushing sorry. I, I can't decide between the two mike sorry i'm sure you had something intelligent to say please yeah uh, no it was really just a, an inside joke between jay and i but jay at the end of the one episode where they're trying to figure out who can just play instruments and they go who here can play instruments and i go yeah i mean yeah like i know music so i could like play instruments i get i get i, I, I can read back, music so you could pretty much yeah. put with any in front of me and i'll play whatever <laughs> you and I what is it what was that called it's just like we were watching access, public access, access yeah, public television access television and there was just this girl and a bunch of like kindergartners and 
she was a teacher and she was like, oh, so what can you do? And he was like, oh, I can play music. And she's like, well, what? if I just gave you a sheet of music, could you play it? And he's like, yeah, with music. Uh, I can yeah, I, I can read music anything. so I could pretty much play anything. <laughs> little arrogant little fucking wrong? kid. What public access television. We said it's it. It's literally just called public access television. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, yeah. no, no, <laughs> it's a show on public access. Yeah, television. What is it? What's so the show? Derog- Wait, it's, hold on. It's, so I'm it's public access television. Let me, let me just be. They clear. don't have be, shows. They just me, have bits. <laughs> it was some fucking local goddamn high school <laughs> filming show and tell for nine year olds. That's exactly what was happening. And so yeah, Jay left on a It was not road. a show. <laughs> it's just been well, a... I'm sorry. <laughs> there were no actors. There was no script. There was no production or lighting or writing. It was just some shit fuck <laughs> asshole nine-year-old kid trying to tell me that he could do what I do better than what I do. <laughs> you don't play music? Fuck off. Yeah, I fucking do. Like, on what? I'm a violin, bitch. You mean to tell me if I, if I gave you a sheet of music for any instrument, no, you could play it? No, that's the point he's making. No, making point. <laughs> I would never say that. <laughs> that kid did. played violin for many years, and this kid who was barely born was like, yeah, put music in front of me, and I could just play anything. Fresh Damn. out of the icky, gooey womb, this little fucking bitch starts stepping to me. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I just wanted to bring it up. I'll, go back to I'll peek now. my mic anytime I <laughs> yeah, got I, I have peeking right, you? sir. Every time yeah. that when I go to bed, I think to myself, grab the lotion. I'm allowed to Some peek as much as I shit like. kid thinks that he can step on my fucking turf and not get rocked in the marketplace of ideas. What are we, what are we doing now? <laughs> He's so she is shit out of luck. Uh. So, for example... This this verbal and, and emotional beatdown that I just gave this kid from public ah, access television, that's exactly what happened to the slave. Are we talking about episode eight what still? It, so at, at the end, she decides, okay, she doesn't want me. I'm going to call this guy, this weird perv guy who keeps sending me messages despite the fact that he hasn't seen me play piano in upwards of 10 years. I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Right. Well, what do you think she does? She proceeds to hang around for the rest of the show. <gasps> she, she never leaves. She never leaves. Well, yeah, She's but always she around. She's always to, showing up. She goes She's fired. She's still fired, but still around. Always, always lurking. Now she is the predator. Wait, yeah. what? that's episode eight. When, when, when prey becomes predator. I like it. I, it episode nine. Wait, wait, no, 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 I, no, 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 no. How is she a predator now? Excuse me? Because she's stalking her surrogate she's child. She's not stalking. She she's yeah, she's just stalking her. Definitely she's stalking her. She's hanging around I, I need wherever she to, goes. I need to temper does, the expectations her of our viewers. And don't paying for her meals. Episode like, oh, eight. Massa, please don't either, run either, from either, me. If you worked, if you worked uh-huh. at like a corporate job and yeah. some dude like got I've fired never done and that, decided right. to quit. But then, like every day, he'd like come back to the parking lot and hang out and be like, "Oh, hey, what's up? Funny meeting you guys here." Like every single day, you don't think that's like creepy? You just think he's probably got a normal mentality and he's, he's sane and safe. To you be know around. what? You're right. If I put this in the non-standard way that this anime is pretending it is, then yes, it would be creepy. All right. Because this anime is pretending it's normal to have a live-in maid, yep. and that's definitely not normal. All right, you got me there. That said, though. Episode 8 is not entertaining. JW somehow managed to like make people probably yeah, think it was somewhat entertaining and it is absolutely yeah. not. It's called the powers of persuasion, you so, Yeah, cuck. sometimes sometimes you have to make the entertainment, you know. Well, well, we I agree. I had a lot of fun talking about it. Crappy anime showdown. We're all about making our own fun. Yeah. Wow. We did it for six episodes of what drugstore and a pharmacist in a drugstore world. That's yeah, true. That thing was terrible. Yeah. Meanwhile, but, I'm giving my cat kitty through, bongos. Through our eyes where he was a mobster, funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. 
Yeah, oh, only, much better. It was only when we talked about it. When he bribed the town guard with drugs, <laughs> it will forever live on as the greatest unintentionally funny moment of an anime. Uh, anyway, like, what's what nine you, about? What, you mean my business is not legitimate? Here, have some drugs. He's like, have wow, this drugs. is great. Like, I'm going to come. I'm going to shop if, here every day. Yeah, what if while we I'm at every it. every day and we protect you? What if we do that? I'm, I'm dropping all charges. <laughs> amazing. It was amazing how that worked. Anyway, so... Episode uh, nine, um, I believe this is the one where they first get the offer here to, uh, is this the polyp dance? Is this the polyp song? What, in episode it nine? It is, right? Yeah, yeah episode is. nine this is, is the, the one. This is the one. one. This is the good so, one. So, an old teacher mentor of their, of the healer girl's an mentor. old dick. Has anal polyps. He he just has anal And something anal else. Polyps. He's got something else, yeah, too, but we don't know. Maybe. He's like two polyps. He's got like a double up. Uh, small well, you know, I guess that's implied, intestine. right? Because like it's polyps, it's not polyp. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is he's got bumps on his rectum. He's not got a poll on his lip. He's got little. He's got little nipples all over his intestines. Yeah. And they gotta go. So, as a favor to his once favorite student, mm-hmm. he is offering for the local choir to come in and sing during his procedure. We once again get a bunch of bullshit lies, propaganda, straight from the mouth of the liars <laughs> you and scoundrels. Would say that, but it is over there at, at this hospital, it this bunk is ass hospital. Proven in this episode where they that say all the effects, medication. all the magical bullshit <laughs> that they pretend sensi. they can do. Long live essential oils. Long no, live no, singing no, your no. pain away. They poured peppermint down his ass crack <laughs> and then they did <laughs> surgery. All right, it wasn't the peppermint. I Let's fed be my dog here. a bottle of essential oils. <laughs> I only been, wish his, I could have figured out what disease he did had. I, did I ever <laughs> tell you guys that story? It's probably worth it for the pod. Steve, the, the number one fan of the podcast, will know this. Yes. Uh, but there was once a man on Facebook who fully admitted to me uh, that he feeds his dog nothing but yogurt and oh. flaxseed um, to make him strong <laughs> and that to fight his cancer. He, his dog died a year later, completely oh. cancer-free, because he was so buff, he couldn't handle his own strength. Wait, this is a person tried to tell you that was what was happening? I had a man on Facebook admit <laughs> to me that he fed his dog to death. Wow, this is, it was the funniest shit that is awful. I, I have ever imagined Jesus in my fuck. life. It I, was the most epic self-own of my life. And forever now, whenever I think about like this kind of holistic medicine, that's what I think of. I think of this that, guy's dog. That makes I think me, of like, this, Ill. this fucking director of the hospital par- ponying up to the to the giant hamster thing full of fucking Greek yogurt and flaxseed and just chugging until he pops. You know, don't don't look to it. me to tell people who should or shouldn't be allowed to have a dog for the most part. But like, man, that one makes me want to just rip a dog away from someone like well, Jesus, lucky fuck. for you. The dog was a beefy. All right. That dog could have fucked you up. He was so strong. Uh, yeah, it was Jack, dude. He definitely wasn't <laughs> so morbidly obese. That dog coming that off he, the line. That he couldn't walk. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So hold on. Wait, the thing that killed him wasn't like it was. No. The dog got cancer. This yeah. guy thought that he was smarter than every doctor on the planet, so he fed his dog a yogurt complete diet of yogurt and flaxseed. Right, okay. And the dog got so unbelievably fat so that just... it managed to die from being too fat before the cancer. So it's not you know even how, like, necessarily a lot of like it was malnutrition. And, like, they get skinny? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, how, yeah. Like, yeah, he overfed the cancer. He fed it to death. Holy he shit. He fed his dog to death through cancer. 
For the record, that's a lot he's of weight a, in one year fucking, to kill a dog. He's a lot of yogurt. That flexing. is a lot of weight. <laughs> Jesus fuck. That is. <sighs> that's oh, awful. That, that, that was that was something of a day in my life. I think I'll I'll win for it. I'll remember for all time. Well, all right. You know stick I mean? the landing, JW. Bring it back so, to anal so polyps. Anyway, this guy's got <laughs> anal polyps, and much like flaxseed and yogurt, he has decided to go on a holistic diet of waifu singing and also regular surgery. Now, <laughs> I once again would like diet. to. I, I once again would like to point out that removing anal polyps from someone is not a particularly dangerous thing. However, the show does acknowledge this. At Dude, least what's this a polyp? Time. What what is an anal polyp? It's what's a it's there? a literal like a bump on your fucking ass. Yeah, but like, what's going on with that? Like, what why is it there? Um, what's it doing? Uh, I think the real issue is that they can burst. Also, they are like they're like hemorrhoids where they're really fucking painful. I already like have a leave. pick. Shut up, producer. I'm, I already yeah. have a pick. <laughs> and there's di- and there's different kinds, I believe, too. Like sometimes they're they're indicative of a certain kind of cancer or colon cancer. They can yeah, they, they can develop yeah, into cancer. They have the potential to become cancer if given enough time yeah. to grow. Right, so, exactly. Damn, so so they're they're generally something that you don't want. They don't do a lot on their own, but they generally turn into worse problems afterwards. You know, anyway, looking at looking the only at these pictures, this, guy this is not needs, that bad. They no, it's like not that little bad. like it's the inside of an asshole. Intestine. You can't really tell. Yeah, it, it's not a guy fucking goat seeing and showing you his anal polyps. Man, it's right? so That's funny the... you say goat because the producer just said that some doctors will rubber band them to go away, kind of like what you well, do to a goat's nuts. Yep. Some doctors will put a mason jar. Some some doctors will put a mason jar up their ass and shatter it inside. No, no. In order to take care of those anal polyps. Those are professional sex workers that do that. That's true. That's true. They One in particular. They they have skills that not everybody can have. Well, one in twenty Americans have was a doctor. Polyps. You you fucking bastard. He was he was a registered ass doctor. That proctology <laughs> exam was the easiest the doctor ever had. He went to put it in his fingers. He was like, I could fit my whole fist in here. What's going on, buddy? I can drive my car in here. And Goatsy was like, you're welcome. You're welcome. I can ride this bike with no handlebars. You, you maybe want to get the nurse involved? <laughs> you, could, you could use a second opinion. He was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's an IMDB for one guy, one jar? <laughs> oh, my God. What the fuck? Uh, the, the synopsis of Brave Man decides to... Besides, anally inserts a jar into himself for an unknown reason, and it thus the inevitable, inevitable occurs. occurs. <laughs> oh my God! Wait, we actually know that the star's name is Alexei Todorov. So, hey man, that guy, that, that guy, guy is fighting in Ukraine right now. Okay, he's a hero. Holy shit, guys! Hold on, huge news. Apparently, it's the same guy that just one guy was screwdriver because that's also on IMDb. That's the same guy. It claims on IMDb. My God! Here, look, hold on. I didn't know he was so multi-talented. Yeah, he's really. <laughs> you know, I heard he screwdriver. What else could he use? <laughs> I heard he went into the... the hospital for a catheter, and they said, "Wow, okay. I could fit my whole fist in here." Okay, one, <laughs> one said, man. You know why you want to get the nurse involved? I believe you need a second opinion. One man, one screwdriver is an interesting short movie showcasing the difficulties <laughs> of fitting a screwdriver inside of your genitalia. The move has <laughs> twists, turns, and a surprising ending that leaves viewers <laughs> ready for more. Definitely it has twists. A, it has a 7.6 from out of 10. He's from Ukraine. Oh, my God. Holy shit. No. <laughs> no, now I know. Now I know why they invaded. <laughs> he had to be stopped. He had to be stopped. He was one. He could one man stop the whole Russian <laughs> army. One man every time, the whole world eventually. He's working his way up. Every time 
they try to surround Ukraine, it turns out they're just inside of this man's ass. (laughs) (laughs) Before they know it, the entire the entire Spetsnaz is trapped within, and there's no hope of escaping. Guys, uh, have you noticed that I think we might be inside of a penis? Have you guys no, noticed that? No, that's impossible, Sergey. The uh, penis could never expand to such a wide margin. Yeah, I mean, we got like three tanks in here. Yeah, but I, I think we might be in a dick. Until the pee comes. Wait, all right, this hold on. We got another one. This is a story of hope and courage. One guy, one jar beautifully portrays the moment of triumph one feels when victory is within reach, <laughs> as well as the anguish and pain left in its wake when things break apart and one is left scrambling to pick up the pieces. Oh Top review! 21 <laughs> people found it helpful! Stop! <laughs> Stop. And it so aptly describes everything that I watched. Oh my god, wait, hold on. Is, um, what is it? Two girls, one cup? I wonder if that's on here. Two Girls, One Cup is a porn movie. Not only will that have an IMDb, it will have a director, a writer, Boys, and a, a producer. There's a lot of them. <laughs> Look, we oh, yeah, a lot the second it got some... Oh, yeah, dude, Two Girls, One Cup, the show. Two Girls, One Co-op. <laughs> two there, Girls, One K. Two Girls, One Car. Two Girls, One Cop. Just one. I, I'm trying to figure out which one's real. Two is, girls, one World is Cup. Is two girls, one cup the show? Is that just like two and a half men, but with girls and... <laughs> it's just two and a half men, but there's an ice cream cone of poop. That's <laughs> <laughs> the third character. <laughs> All right, okay, so, so anyway, the show Angel is Paula based on man. the infamous informi- uh, internet video. <laughs> this series of shorts follows the adventures of a cup living with two girls in Sherman Oaks. A cop oh, so living with two girls. It literally is right. two and a half men. Right. Only the cop is the main character. The cup of shit is Charlie Sheen. And only half is charismatic. Look at the cup. He's got a cop hat on. But there's uh, others. Uh, sometimes he's wearing a little white <laughs> <laughs> Look at him go. Why are porn people the most creative human beings on the planet? <laughs> he keeps getting so dressed up in various costumes with the world's most obvious fishing line they, they, attached they, to his yeah, mouth. They don't. They don't have a budget <laughs> to create things. <laughs> they have to go back and really dig deep in the roots to create they, real life effects. They, no they have to dig so deep. <laughs> the thing's so fucking deep. That cop's hat is made out of shit from Joanne Fabrics. I got I got a summary on episode 1.1. 1. 1. Oh cup orders God. a toilet disguise so that he can live out his ultimate fantasy with Alyssa and Sarah. As he All waits right, this for is the, the picture that's going on the goddamn Twitter. <laughs> I don't care. Right? Everyone needs to see this. <laughs> well, look on our Twitter deck. <laughs> <laughs> see what we're laughing about. The French one with the angry eyebrows. Uh, anyway, Jay, what happened in episode nine? <laughs> Hold on, I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm busy changing my fucking profile picture on goddamn Twitter. <laughs> I think that was the first place you went for. You're like, hold on, I got important shit to do. Um, don't worry, boys. The, uh, in episode 1.1, he builds the costume and orders laxatives. And when Alyssa falls ill, science director in a cup, dressed as a toilet. She sees through the disguise, but is convinced the cup is merely auditioning for the play. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. What Sometimes is 1.2? I can't handle it. Well, I need 1.2. Hold on, hold on. I'm pulling it up. 
We can't. We have to stop. <laughs> Jerome discovers Cuff <laughs> attempting to, d- to dive into the toilet and takes him for a ride in a car. Jerome pulls a gun on Cup, threatening to reveal Cup's secret to his roommates. After revealing that he is half Cup himself, Jerome snaps. <laughs> <laughs> he returns right. he returns to the apartment threatening the girls at gunpoint cup takes a bullet to defend the woman a police officer arrives and kills jerome <laughs> what the fuck is happening hey, Cam, got fucking, right? this is the great oh my god i'm fucking dying All my face hurts cops. The one time a cop kills somebody, it's in an instant cup of poop. Well, I just, I feel bad for Jerome. He was half cup to begin with. He couldn't oh, help himself. Oh, God, please help me. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. oh. Oh, my God. And that was only one of the two girls, one cup phenomenon. There were like 12. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're finally. So okay. anal polyp song. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the girls yeah. got to re- remove the anal polyp, right? Wait, hold on. So, Are these stars in anyone else? Or do they star in anything else? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're they long, do. Oh my god! Career. Hold on, wait. It's Justin Rowland. He's the dude from fucking Rick and Morty. Fuck off. He's literally the voice of Cup. All right. It's almost not as funny anymore because yeah. it clearly made us a joke. Yeah, yeah it's a bit of a bummer, but like, that's a huge. I, I didn't expect to find that. That's for sure. Uh, well, all right. I'm glad uh, in <clears throat> traditional crappy anime showdown uh, fashion, I could really pull the uh, the air out of the joke uh, yeah. as quick as I gave it. So, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, everyone. All right. <laughs> Thanks for ruining it. Yeah, I, no I problem, genuinely buddy. needed it for my for my own sanity. Oh. I needed to stop laughing. <clears throat> <sighs> okay. So now now that we're safe and <laughs> clear, uh, mm-hmm. episode nine, they had to remove the anal polyps, right? So. They, the, the whole thing of this episode, besides the fact that the old man is just gleefully having his ass operated on while a bunch of people sing like Wagner, um, we get possibly the most over-budgeted and over-produced visuals of all time for anyone ever removing anal polyps. It is absolutely fucking fantastic. For example, uh, the first thing that happens is they go up to a nice lush field. Mm-hmm. The lush field well, it, it represents always the goes skin to a field, dude. It of always the patient. Goes to a field. Yeah. And then it is split and down into the chasm we go. The chasm that is the ass. <laughs> In the chasm, there is a giant towering pimpled spire of twisted growth that must be removed by the angelic singing of preteen girls. As they bellow their ungodly sound, they, like a siren the, the polyp, the polyp-covered bush <laughs> starts Ew. to vibrate. But it is not enough. It is grafted onto the walls of the cavern in so many places. This is when <laughs> the three underage women transform into uh, cherubs. Oh my god, the cherubs are creepy as fuck. With their, with their little angel wings around the polyp, singing backup. As they do, the polyp is removed from the wall of the anus. And then the giant polyp thing slowly starts to rise. But wait, they're not done. As sweat gushes and falls down the brow of these tiny little dancers and singers, they realize that they must go deeper. 
there are even more polyps to remove. Well, wait, it's two different surgeries, right? It's uh, who knows how many. I, it's they, literally they, they two enter a time surgeries. vortex. They enter a groove. Oh wow, this is they, like we don't Avengers know how Endgame. many polyps are removed. All we know is that the same process must be repeated, but deeper. The wow. chasm itself opens up wider to reveal another chasm, an even larger, deeper anus. And in they go, flying and singing, finding polyped weeds wherever they are and uprooting them with their song. Every once in a while, we cut back to the doctors, sweating their fucking balls off. <laughs> They've never ha- operated on an old man. full-on goddamn panic attacks. Yes, because they have, and I quote, never operated on someone over the age of 30. <laughs> You're not quoting on that. Shut up. And I quote. That's what they said. Wow, yeah. They literally said, and I quote, said, I've never operated. But so. <laughs> yeah. every once in a while, there's some blood. And, wow. I, and this is true. When the blood starts to flow in the, in the mind temple of this song, water starts coming through the walls of the anus. Ah. We get a full-on reproduction of this entire surgery through song in a very, very bad and annoying noise. And you know what? Everything about it is glorious. It, it's, it's everything that we wanted. It's everything that we hoped for. It's just great. I, wow. I love yeah, it. Yeah, you love anal polyps. We get it. Mm-hmm. He loves the anal polyps song. He loves the song. Oh. You know, I'll... Um, small level love of compliment. Lo- no, I love the bit. I knew, wait, I hold on. It. Mike just yep. wants him to love the song. That way he can get a free point. The song is part of it. <laughs> okay, so after that, we're going to quick get through the rest. Uh, episode 10, stupid bitch goes back home and complains that her older sister could sing better than her. She can't. Episode 11, uh, there's only something slightly, almost a little funny, but then really, really goddamn annoying, which is that they have to take a test. And this time, for the very first time, they have to be good at singing to pass this test. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they can't just fuck off and hope They're it works. struggling real hard. And for some reason, they get to a hard part of the song, and every time they do, their mind palace fills with sharks that eat them. The shark thing is very no, weird. I, I don't get that. I, I didn't uh, understand it at all, but I was there for it. You know, The mentor, who is in charge of making sure that these women pass their tests, basically says, hey, maybe try harder. And they go, yeah, yeah but you we know keep why trying you guys and we keep failing. Singing? Have you ever no, considered why? why you're failing? And she goes, yes, we have tried to figure it out for days. Would you just tell us why we suck? Because you don't believe in yourselves. And then after trying it about six times, they eventually get it right and pass the test. They have to go uh, on like fu- a giant vacation, though, for them to like. The final episode is oh, them not doing parting the ways. Yes, fuck that. Oh, wow. They have to go on a vacation. Yeah, they have to go on a vacation. They have to hang out by the beach. They have to do bullshit. I don't well, know and they get cares. angry at each other and like fight about how good each one of them they are. They fight it's about how much dumb. the other one thinks the other one is better. Blah, blah, blah. It's bullshit. The final episode is somewhat interesting because I think this is the first time I've ever watched this kind of show where the ending is. And so they all kind of broke up, stopped really interacting with each other. They all went their separate ways. And now they're basically not friends anymore. I actually kind of like ending we get. The- well, no, no, that's that's the beginning episode twelve. Yeah, but that that's what I mean. Like, I've never had an ending episode like that. No, I actually like, rather enjoyed episode twelve for what it's worth. Like, just as like a storytelling thing goes. I, like, I guess I don't care. No, so it, it's it's a part of a show that I don't care about. But like, it, it just 
it's like, okay, you need to go be an intern somewhere. And one goes to the rival school. One goes to like the hospital where they've been working. And then yeah. one goes to the U S and then like the one in the U S gets caught in like a forest fire essentially. So the other two to like go to help. And then on the way back, they like help quote unquote, save a little girl on the plane, um, yeah. which is dumb. And, and it all wraps up to what the original main character healer girl said happened to her. Well, have you guys noticed how every two episodes or maybe even one episode, there's always a new backstory about how one of these little girls decided they wanted to be a doctor because they were traumatically well, yeah, hurt. It was in these last yeah. six episodes that they decided to flesh out each character's backstory so that we could get the scene in episode 11 where they're fighting and jealous of each other. So we can right. kind of relate to it more. Not that it worked, but, but episode 12 introduced a new one on top of it because the main character, like the pink haired chick or whatever, is literally like, oh, I had asthma. Or not asthma. It wasn't even the asthma one. It was that she was helped on a plane by literally her blonde-haired mentor. Yeah. And, like, she forgot it was her blonde-haired mentor. And that was yeah. introduced in episode 12. And then she, mm-hmm. like, on a plane was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to help like this. It's just they, they are constantly having inspirations that they literally have forgotten about. And it mm-hmm. always involves characters they're already working with. It's insane. Um anyway episode 12 was fine like grand scheme of things i don't know it was like a a melancholy sign off to like you know we are getting older and we kind of have to like be independent but it was like more satisfying than others Mm. okay it was great sorry i guess so that's it well there you have it time check one 52 hour. minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It will just round up to an hour and ignore the first 15 minutes. You're where definitely going to round up. You okay, don't get to it. do that, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> your <laughs> okay, time starts it, yeah. now. Even though we're rounding up to an hour, your time starts now, Ethan. Thank you. Okay, got it. Um, starting now. Um, okay. Hey, fuck you, producer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ethan defended something pseudo-intellectual. It's not even pseudo-intellectual. It's just a fine story. It's just he very thought it was unique and robust. He, 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 he thought there was more to it, but little did he know there was nothing there. His wow. bar is so low. <laughs> hey, wait! You don't get to talk shit when you fucking like rom-coms. <laughs> yeah. I don't like them intellectually. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Got it, sure. Yeah, it, has, it appeals to his more primitive side. Got him again. <laughs> wow. Checkmate. We did Jay it, didn't we? his queen and still beat you. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the good show. Whale biologist. Uh, we got trapped in a dating sim, the world of mobs is tough in an atome or whatever it is. Um, if you remember episode six, they were... Actually, shit, what exactly happened in episode six? I have episode seven down, but I don't remember what came right before it. Amazing. I think we just, episode seven, we just started on the airbike race. I don't know what happened before. They were finishing, they get asked by that girl uh, immediately at the start of the episode because it happened at the end of. Yeah. 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 The the whole episode episode six six is the bike race. um, Which, by the way, Mother's Basement Praise is an interesting episode. Wait, which one? Which one? Six is where the girl comes in at the end of the, the queen leaving and goes, can you help me? And episode seven picks up right with her asking them to help with the space pirates or whatever. Sky oh, pirates. that. Yeah, yeah. Wait, and he said episode six was interesting? Like, there was, yeah. like, nothing there. Good world you're talking to, you're ta- Is he talking about the episode where the queen goes to the cafe or the episode right after that? I'm asking what episode no, six is. Race. Yeah, that's what I'm asking him. The what the bike one? race. He said oh, the that, bike race was interesting. Yeah, that's episode good seven. Building. Yeah, that's, that's what we're about okay. to talk about. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about why Mother's Basement is an interest. idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's fun. Uh, so, number one, if you're not watching this dubbed, you're making a mistake. 
because the dub of this is fucking hilarious. Um, so start there because the actual plot itself doesn't really do a whole lot. Um, did you guys happen to notice that there was a literal Beauty and the Beast callback in the middle of this episode? Yes. Okay. Jesus. Well, so I was I was kind of bringing up the the fact that like you know that the dub is kind of funny, you know wait, it's what? like the the bit we were doing. Wait, what does know? that have to do with Beauty and the Beast? Because he literally the voice actor just brings up Beauty and the Beast in the middle of it. He's like, oh yeah, what does that have to do with the voice actor? Because there's no way that was literally written by oh, someone. It probably was. It oh probably bullshit! Was. I no no no. Who wrote that shit? You tell me who wrote that shit right now. Jared Leto. Oh, wow, you got it. Yeah, He's been I, Japanese I, ever since he made that Yakuza movie. Idiot. Uh-huh, yeah. He really gets into his roles, if you would understand. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I'm sure that the Japanese writer of this show was like, oh, yeah, hey, um, I'm going to make a Beauty and the Beast reference and it needs to translate to English. Oh, thank God it's already in English. I guess that worked. Do you know about what the Beauty and the Beast? Remember, do you remember what time frame he made it in episode seven? Uh, I don't know. It was part? like pretty towards the beginning. I know he like was making fun of the bike racer that serves a woman named Clarice. And he's like, what okay. a crazy old Clarice threaten you, did she? <laughs> crazy, crazy old Maurice. Yeah. He sold crazy. Hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, No, Now I remember that. I'll find it. But anyway, keep going. Yeah. So <clears throat> uh, basically half the reason why you want to watch the show is basically just for the dub. Because the shit that is in the dub is hilarious to listen to. For instance, we have... Oh, yeah, you can do whatever you want when you have a gaggle of slaves as backup. Because this is the show that just has slaves in it, actively refers to all these people as slaves, and then never addresses the fact of why there are slaves in this world, or if it's ethically okay in the slightest. It just takes it for granted that it's okay that there are slaves in this world. Wow, just nothing? Are we? Are you? Are you fucking serious? Net, mm-hmm. Five episodes of yours was absolutely trash, and you were so excited about literally one episode mm-hmm. that you're you're, mm-hmm. you're gonna laugh at What's me. What's the one I'm episode like, I'm excited about here? Uh, I'm not Tell saying me. one episode. Thank you very much. That's uh, so right. In the in the literal translation of the Japanese dub, it is "Did Lady Clarice threaten you?" Okay, so. but I'm saying that the voice actor made mm. it specifically a Beauty and the Beast reference, which is funny. Oh. Okay. Uh, you guys are fucking oh. nuts. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I, you know what? I'll, it's pretty good. Uh, I'll take uh, I'll take five episodes of literally something that was putting me to sleep for five hundred, Alex. Okay. But what about one that gets your blood going? <laughs> okay. Got it. What about one that keeps you up satisfied at night? Oh. Do I want five that are boring or all right six that are boring? Basically, there's a bike race all through episode seven. He originally knows how to bet, so he's making a bunch of money, and they force out the green-haired princeling. He's not actually a prince, but he was like the prince's lackey or whatever. And um, whenever he gets forced out, he gets injured. So for some reason or another, the MC has to, like, take up the fight. And he starts, like, just making bets on himself, of course, because he assumes he'll just win. Yep. And um, checks out. The lines in it are the reason why it's fun. Like, at one point in time... He's, like, debating about what he's going to get from the, like, the green princeling for winning. And someone, I don't remember who, but literally says, what are you going to do? Make him be a naked nightstand. Or make a it, naked handstand. Do a make, it, fuck, make him do also, a naked handstand. you know for sure that the dub didn't invent that because then they show it. A naked it was, handstand? Uh, it was Marie's, it was Marie's yeah. slave. That's who it Wait, was. Wait, they Shows didn't. Him do a naked handstand. 
he does not do a naked no, handstand. In, yeah, no, no, it shows a, an imaginary thing of that. Yeah, doing exactly a, that. Naked handstand. With washboard abs and everything. Yeah, it's kind of like the thing from Be Gotta HK where they're like, what's she doing in there with a Doberman and a stick of butter? The visual of a Doberman and a stick of butter is from the anime. The dub didn't invent that. Oh, oh yeah. Not all of these are invented. I'm just saying, like, there's no way in hell that the Japanese writer literally told the VA to make this a Beauty and the Beast reference. I just refuse to believe that. All right. Oh, okay. Man, sorry. Your bar is so high now, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, uh, episode eight. Uh, Olivia's done... Shit, what is it? Livery's done everything by MC. Oh, yeah. So there's actually, there's a decent. So we said during episodes one through six that we weren't really sure what version of like satire this was. Like if it was actually satire and executed so that like it was making fun of isekais or if it was doing it and accidentally just being an isekai. And I was firmly in the camp of this is camp of it's just like poorly executed satire. But then they, they introduce Olivia again, who's like supposed to be the main FMC. And she literally has an entire episode about how the main character is treating her like a pet and how her being limited by him at every single moment is um, like diminutive and wrong. And it's like gross and you shouldn't treat people like that. Yeah, except the solution to this is to then ignore her. And then do yes, the exact correct. same thing to And to later. keep doing it, yes. Like, it's if for a moment, I was like, oh, shit. Like, we're getting, like, yeah. actually some right, commentary about problem. anime. What's like, the name of that right. episode, by the way? <laughs> I have no idea what the name of the episode is. She's a doormat. Oh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that. And, like, they just keep on going with it. So, like, I don't know. I think it's fucking hilarious that they can realize that it's a problem of how you treat women in anime and then also be like, yeah, but, like, she's a woman, though. I'm just going to, like ignore her at every single given moment and he does um there's again there's like they get into more they go on they go for pirates this is where they uh, head out to like handle the pirate thing um that we were talking about earlier so they head out to go handle these pirates and in the process he brings along the two princelings for some reason i don't even remember why um and they get into a fight with a the few pirate mechs they basically immediately win um uh-huh. Jesus, thank you, Jay. You know, I got to tell you, those little comments—they're very good. You know, very, very okay. helping along the narrative. It's very good. I feel like I'm really winning the vote. Uh huh. Based on one episode. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mike, where are you right now? <laughs> I'm in Camp Healer Girls right now. That's you what guys I are thought. insane. You guys well, are uh, fucking nuts. When we get to voting, if that's still my vote, if you can't convince me otherwise, I'll explain. Okay. Why. Yeah, I, I'm sure that it'll uh, go very well with JW, uh, you know, constantly with <laughs> It's called In It to Win It, you know what I mean? Oh, okay, right. Yeah, you got you to gotta play it. it. Yeah, I you see know, what you're saying. You go like eight beers deep and, you know, you just in it to win it. Uh-huh. Got to finish the case. That's right. All right, well, episode eight, they beat the Pirates. Episode nine. Uh, Everybody beats the Pirates these days. It's not a good ball club. No, it mm-hmm. is. Uh, it's not a good ball club at all. Uh, really cheap tickets, though, which is nice. Um, horribly. Beautiful park beautiful park terribly priced beer really not good beer um they beat the pirates they start talking more about how there's more pirates that are going to come the little princelings are basically mouthing off and they're starting to carry their weight um some more lines that i got a kick out of um which again i feel like is absolutely the va and not the writer is the va is like the, one of the pir- or one of the princelings is like trying to literally practice to beat him, and he was like, "Oh, I'm never fighting you again. You're just gonna carry that L for the rest of your life," which is like delivered as an asshole. Later on, he talks about a sausage party and how he doesn't want to be a part of it. 
Um, uh huh. Thank you, Jay. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Very good. Tell me more. Uh huh. Uh, episode 10, we go to a marriage shrine. This one actually sucks a lot. I don't really want to talk about episode 10. Um, <laughs> I noticed, though, that he, he fights with nipple pockets. Did you guys catch this? But they get random loot, sir. What are we talking about? The, at, the, at, the, at the wedding shrine. This is what you loot. want to talk about. Yeah. Okay, so let's Remember just take a little bit of time said, on this. Ooh, I'm so excited for this. It's random loot, and then they got the random loot. Y yes. This is what you want to talk about? That was it. That's all that happened. Okay, yeah. He, they go to this marriage shrine. They, like, put a lot of money on it, and they get, like, charms. And his is, like, a, a war charm. And because the other two are women, they're relegated to just being good magic wielders. So they get, like, awesome magic charms. Yeah. Checks out. Okay. Checks out. Great. Yeah. Episode 11, they get back on the boat. They go off and fight uh, a bunch of more pirates. Except for then the principality shows up. Oh, no, wait. This is how... Um, I forgot. Sorry. I that's actually we part call of this world 10. building. This is the world building for sure. So we didn't cover this because it absolutely doesn't matter. Is that there's like well, it a also kingdom. never came up. No, it came up. <laughs> this was in here. Did it? Yeah, it the came up a kingdom? few times. I yes. don't even remember ever. Several times. About it until then. We talk about the Black Knight and he's left referenced as being the Black Knight of the Principality next to like next to the kingdom. Yeah, and got, in the beginning, they talked about the Black Knight until another then. Kingdom, I will agree that I did not know there was another kingdom that mattered. Yeah, I literally never remembered that. No, 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 and, and I mean that genuinely seriously. I, I do not. I remember the, the. I don't remember them ever. Not that I'm saying they didn't. I'm you guys remember the naked handstand, but you don't remember the three times we talked about the principality. Yes, because the naked handstand showed a picture, and we all know men are better. They with showed pictures. pictures of the principality too, yeah, and the black it wasn't knight. A, wasn't a naked guy with washboard abs. You're right. That's a very good point. I didn't really consider that. Uh, yeah. Well, the principality attacks, and it wasn't supposed to happen. And they have a bunch of fucking weird monsters that, like, are ready to, like, plow them over. Um, and for some reason, the princess of the principality has a flute that can control the monsters, even though she's not the one that's in charge of the actual, like, weaponry. And they take over the, like, whole school class field trip thing that's going on. And they bring on Angie, the big-titted uh, blondie chick who was supposed to be the bad chick of the whole game. And then they are, like, threatening to just murder the rest of the, like, NPCs. And that's, of course, whenever our main character, like, is a badass and just starts beating up everything. We get such lines as, eat my beef turds. Uh, we get trashes as trash does. Uh, there's a scene where he hops out of, um... He literally uses his bike to break through the belly of a monster and show up inside of a mechanically made ship, and then he shoots an entire room full of people with uh, machine guns as he tells them to watch their face, and he says, Boomstick, meet my dumb stash. Or, meet your dumb stash. Um, right. But anyway, he wins. Um, Clearly, every time, as the main protagonist yeah. is ought to do in anime. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, he wins. He beats up the Black Knight. Episode 12, he beats up the Black Knight even more. He genocides all the monsters. Yes, yeah, definitely ACAB. He uh, beats up all the monsters and... Uh, all knights are, are based. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, then... The K, um, with a K. Yeah, all knights are based with a K. And uh, that's pretty much it. I want to do this. You guys don't wow. like this, but I'm not defending this shit. <laughs> this was... I had so much more fun watching this. I'm not doing it. 
It was so much fun watching this by comparison. So to the let's universe. let's go to the tally. Let's go to the scoreboard. Yeah, we had one good episode of Healer versus Girls. versus me laughing for six episodes at the horrible V or at the well done VA of horrible lines. I right, got then, a so little tired of the even, VA when, when I when wow. I talked to Jay before this podcast. Um, he so we'll start out with this. We won't go to voting, but I do actually want to talk about these two in relation to each other before we vote. And that was kind of the point. Um, I didn't tell you that, but that was the point. So when we when we talked before the podcast, JW was leaning towards dating dating in another world. And I was okay. leaning towards Healer Girls. Um, and we just got to talking about, like, what about each of them kind of, you know, brought us to where we were. Uh, and, and my point, and I think, well, here was my point. My point was that looking at these six episodes, um, and I watched – like four out of the six of dating just because I ran out of time. But I watched the last one and the important ones, like she was a doormat and whatnot. I just, yeah. uh, I had other things to do. And I, I read, the, I read the, the, the cliff notes on them. So I know what happens in them. I just didn't see it. Um, but, you know, in, the, in a show like this, typically the less anime I have to watch, probably the better chance you have, Moriarty. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but my point was that coming into these, these last six episodes, I kind of felt were equal for me. Um, and then I had to look at all 12 episodes as a whole. So I, I genuinely, right now, I want you to tell me, because I, I want you to try to convince me out of Healer Girls, because I, I have a case for why, and I'll explain it in the voting if it sticks. But I want you, since you had so much fun with this, forget about the plot, I want you to tell me, and ignore Jay, tell me exactly, I mean, almost like sell me on it, but, but before we sell me it, but just tell me exactly what made you enjoy Trapped in a Dating Sim so much, because... I don't know that we had the same experience watching it, and so I would like a different point of view that isn't isn't my own. I mean, it basically just comes down to the VA. Like, okay. I mean, the plot is nothing. Who really cares? It's extremely right, right. As, generic. Like right. it as is as is, as is most anime. Yes. Um, like I, I don't I don't care about that. The characters are mostly terrible. But like listening to that one guy, and there's like the robot can be okay at times. The robot definitely gets old, but like. The robot has its funny moments, uh, moments every once in a while, and like also the incompetence of them knowing that they shouldn't treat women like doormats, but then just doing it anyway. Like there are many things in this anime that legitimately got me to laugh at how fucking dumb they are. Whereas mm-hmm. like Healer Girls, there are like two episodes out of twelve that I would even consider kind of funny. Like you guys are nuts for voting for Healer Girls in my mind. Like this is this is. Of all the times we have like ever disagreed, if Healer Girls wins, I think you guys are fucking insane. Like I had to watch mm. six episodes of Healer Girls oh, to laugh yeah. once. Oh, Most of yeah. Healer Girls, I was just sitting and watching it pass by, and I was hoping it would end. It was just yeah, boring and that's as exactly fuck. what I did watching fucking Trapped in a Dating Sim thing. Absolutely fucking nothing happens. Yeah, nothing happens, but the VA's funny to listen to. No, he's not. He's funny for like ten minutes. Okay, and then that's literally that more than the jokes you get out of Healer Girls. Old. No, it's not. Those two okay. episodes are t- 15 minutes each. Yeah, and you get an operation scene that is three minutes apiece. Yeah. So you have exactly six minutes of Ah, uh, nah, one of those takes a while. Okay. They got to take you breaks and me. shit. Yeah, you, you get got the ships. <laughs> Think all about right. all the fun we had talking about how incel this anime is. All that's still here. Yeah, and then it's, no, it really stopped being in. So all right, all right. he started he starts helping the princes. He starts basically just forgiving all the women and shit. He doesn't do anything to like shake up the status quo anymore because he's in star he's in charge now. Everyone loves and respects him, except for when people conveniently don't just to give him something to do. 
And he the only the only time I got any entertainment out of the last six episodes was when he poked up a fucking shotgun, aimed it at all the people on a cruise liner, and said, and "You're all gonna fight maid. to the death. You're all gonna, you know, no, 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 not when he attacked. When he was giving his speech. Oh, that he one. Aimed yeah. it, he aimed it at everyone and said, "You're all gonna fight to the death, and you're gonna like it." Yeah. Like, yeah, that's kind of funny for a second. That's about it, though. You didn't think it was Other funny that, how he it, just like turned and shot the fucking maid right in the face. No, that was funny because his dumbass gun came out of nowhere. Like it was kind of okay, but what? the thing is, like it was it was stuck in a fucking little bit where they're doing. I'm the most powerful man in existence. Let me do whatever I want. Yes. What's this? A situation? Okay, I win. It's it's just boring. Nothing's happening. There's nothing interesting or funny happening. The gun's kind of funny, but I found it way funnier when he was threatening his own people with it. I mean, that was with a yeah, gun like that, that too. I also don't even know like what it does because I haven't seen a gun in this world yet. Oh and he's wow! Just sitting yeah, there with yeah, a fucking son off what Benelli. a gun does. Well, I, like, I've never seen that gun. He, Who cares? He shot it's lasers and had giant... Me- yeah, but it's just a gun out of nowhere. It's like, he, what if he walked up in a fucking pickle halba and a World War One trench gun? I'd be like, okay, that's a little weird. It just seems like it's not in world. It's just another evidence of the fact that the show has terrible world building. Yeah, but, of know. course, but that's what makes it even weirder and funnier. Yeah, it was funny I'm not defending it as good. I'm defending it as trash. I never said it was good. I said it was funny with the gun. The gun funny. Gun funny. Mm. Mm-hmm. Funny All right. gun. All right, so we'll move. We'll move into uh, sell me on in it six today. episodes. Funny <laughs> gun. <laughs> we'll move into the sell me on it, and then I'll go voting. Will go me, Ethan, Jay. That's how we're gonna do this. Um, so Jay, sell me <laughs> on your anime. Sell me on Healer Girls. Look, Healer Girls has the strongest premise, which is that you're going into a world with a bullshit fake medical license, and you're watching little girls try to be doctors while being both bad at singing and bad at being doctors. Um, Unless you apply your own like mental mind palace to the show, it's just dumb and boring. That's pretty much all there is to it. Yeah. It's extremely boring, (laughs) but like the only thing it really has and what it has stronger than anyone else is that meta narrative. That's because true. if you watch it thinking that like, oh, the stinging's bullshit, you live and die by those just random little one off moments when their magic doesn't do anything or when someone just has to do normal medicine and not sing or when all of like it's, it's kind of like um, what are those like fucking fan theories about certain things where like it's all a dream or some bullshit like that's boring and annoying. But, like, basically, if you watch this show with this dumbass fan theory in mind, it's way more entertaining than normal. And, honestly, it was just a shit season. We had a bunch of things that just weren't interesting in the slightest. Because it's summer, and summer anime, much like summer Western movies, are just, like, action schlock. Nobody really cares. Nobody puts in any effort. Nothing new or unique was anywhere in this entire bracket. So the only thing I got to give credit to is the one thing where with a meta narrative is unique and sort of engaging as a premise. And that's it. That's all it's got. That and the two episodes where the meta narrative makes it really, really fucking funny. Okay. And, that's and the other 10 are just yeah. intensely And then boring. you got what? Nothing. Fun. You got one voice actor pulling his Senator goddamn best. Senator 
Senator Jay, you settle down. Senator Ethan, you have the floor. Order in the court. No, actually, we're going to go old school. We're Let's going do back old. to the court. <laughs> I'm the I'm the judge. Uh, lawyer, defense rests. Uh, Courtroom theme. Prosecution. Uh, <laughs> prosecution. Ethan, please uh, step to the hole. Step to the well. <laughs> that, I don't know. This is, a, this is a this is a hint as to how good our uh, <laughs> our courtroom bit remark. lasted. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give me a final remarks. This give is a closing statement. <laughs> I would say statements. to me, I would much prefer to watch some amount of amusement every episode for 12 episodes than to be so bored that I'm considering spooning out my own eyes for five-sixths of the time I'm well, watching you something. you did that for every other episode of every other show we watched this whole season. Yes. Why would I vote for that to win? Because someone's got to win. Yeah, so vote for the one that is at least kind of fun every episode. Because somebody... It why, wasn't. Why I, I don't know why you think this guy's VA performance could carry so much. You was just more annoying made than that anything. case last time it was up. Yeah, that was your argument. It's the only good thing about the show. Yes, and it's in every episode, unlike your fucking so right call now, shit. Right now, we got one versus one. They each have one, literally one, good thing about them. Yes. Everything else had nothing. Yes, yes, So obviously, Trapped in a Dating Sim is superior to all the others. Yes. Except Healer Girls. In this one case where the one thing that each of them has is just inferior. I just a, decent, a VA fucking screaming his heart out trying to make a best of a bad situation and just fill a character with no character, well, no we life, also had six no episodes. drive, with we had something. six episodes of bullshit incel stuff, which was a lot of fun for us, too. Otherwise, we eh. wouldn't have moved it on. We wouldn't have moved it, it on just for VA. It wasn't incel enough. If we, would, if we did it on that thing, then fucking Skeleton Knight would still be here. No, because Skeleton Knight was just boring otherwise. It was literally yeah, just like this a race. Is just no, boring no, otherwise. Like Ethan, trapped in a dating sim, beat couple of cuckoos, so... I don't know that that, that stacked deck because what it went up against was something that just turned out to be too mediocre. Well, that's true so, too. Well, too. You good, guys like yeah, yeah. cuckoos. Yeah. I well, like cuckoos. The only thing it has going for it is something that actually works as like a narrative. So that's why it has to go. Right. Because it's not shitty. I'm not it's on just board. I still boring. think it's pretty shitty. But like this is shitty boring. That was good boring. And this VA does not elevate it to good, boring, or shitty, boring. The incel stuff was fun. I take, I, I eh. stand by that, and you did too. <laughs> yeah, I stand by it over other things. Yeah, but it I, is not. Now that we great. have two. It's things. not that incelly. This have is two no. Things, this not is just no. One. What do you call it? Uh, fucking plunderer. This oh, is yeah, no plunderer. This is no Mushoko Tensei. I, when I sit down to do one of these, uh, like to like watch these anime, the way I evaluate it is if I put this in front of someone and Most said, do you want to watch garbage, I would, do, I would vote for Trapped in a Dating Sim. Because the at least rules are five, always the most enjoyable for any reason. And if I have I to invent my reason, then it counts. No, I, for the record, I'm not disagreeing with your argument. Your argument about it being fun in your own meta-narrative is good, and I agree with that. It's just that if I threw a dart at the fucking board, more likely than not, me and my whoever's sitting next to me watching this will be bored out of their fucking minds. Your entire anime is boring. Yeah, but at least Every I have fun with it. Every single fucking microscopic second of it. No. Your VA does not carry anything. It does not keep it out of the boring category. Disagree. If you're throwing it at the dartboard, you hit nothing. It's all boring. Disagree. It's all one color. All right, well, then it's up to Mike. I have two episodes. You have zero. All right, then it must be up to Mike because... Yeah, it is, Mike. <laughs> Gavel. 
Um, so I just want to point out uh, before we move on, Ethan, uh, trapped in a dating sim beat Aharen, which I could have done with my eyes closed, and, <laughs> and couple of cuckoos. So it got to the finals, but it probably was in the losers bracket. It got the easiest. It got the easiest two shows yeah. we got. Okay, so I think what are the- I honestly think that trapped in a dating sim would have lost to fucking Skeleton Knight. No. In the and if it if it was first round no way one v one I think it would have literally one episode of anything in Skeleton Knight and all it was was literally just but when we had only watched three episodes yeah I that counted for a lot more do you do you remember like what we said about Skeleton Knight we literally were like we don't want to watch this because all it is is just fucking offensive and nothing else and all this was was offensive no it was like it was like incel which obviously incel was offensive offensive but not. It wasn't wasn't the same. It it wasn't. So it was offensive. It wasn't the point of trying. It wasn't the same (laughs) rape scene twice, guys. That's different. Yeah, I know. That's I know. I just sort of funny funny. in an extraordinarily offensive way. Yeah, like it's the bit where they're like, "We have slaves," was funny in an offensive way in this one. Yes, it was. So like, but I'm saying that like as far as three episodes went, the first three episodes of Skeleton versus the first three episodes of Dating Sim. I would probably, I think it would be pretty close. I think I might give it to Skeleton. I mean, it might be close. I don't know, but I don't think it wins. Remember the part where, like, because that's the other thing. What do I remember? Like, what sticks in my mind about Healer Girls? Obviously, the two hilarious episodes. (laughs) That'll live there forever. What do I remember about Trapped in a Dating Sim? I remember, like, the moment we kind of realized that the sister also isekai'd in and, like, had a groan. I remember him pointing the shotgun at his fellows. I remember what else? Like I, I there's not many. I, oh, I remember the part where he went berserk and like punched all the slaves. Yes, I remember like, that. Th- that's that's all I got. You just like, I got like, like little four things, but yeah, yeah, tiny little snippets of an episode. <laughs> yes. I had two full episodes. No, you don't. You don't have show. two full episodes. Yeah, I do. You have, like literally, especially combined, especially maybe the first one. Minutes. The first surgery episode is a fucking masterpiece. All the way to the part where the doctor ambushes them in the parking lot to say thank you. That's fucking amazing. Even the part leading up to it where they watch a bunch of quote-unquote gory horror movies because people training to be doctors have a problem with blood. Every yes. fucking little piece of that I remember. I love that shit. Uh, yeah, some of this one wasn't that great, mostly because Most the anal polyp song wasn't that good. just lasted a really long time. It lasted an uncomfortable <laughs> yeah, length of time. time <laughs> and we didn't get the satisfaction. <laughs> we didn't get the satisfaction of them fucking up. That was the other problem. No, See, what I did made that a complete S tier oh was if God. somehow like the, the, the lady running it like passed out. Now that'd be awesome. And the three girls had to salvage it. <laughs> and like when the blood's coming through the anal wall, like somehow it's like an ocean scene and there's sharks in the water. Like, God damn. <laughs> that would be it. Yeah, that would be hype as shit. But we didn't get that. We got a successful one. And it just wasn't quite as entertaining, but like, yeah, pretty, that entire time, I like. Let me put it this way too: I never once actually laughed watching Dating Sim. I definitely did. I only ever laughed this entire season of anime when the fucking anal polyp song was like going. <laughs> uh, not not even the anal polyp song. What was the first song? The appendectomy song. Yeah, the when the appendectomy yeah, yeah. song caused everyone, all the surgeons in the room, <laughs> to have a migraine. <laughs> that shit. That is objectively always funny. I just don't have a scene like that from from uh, dating sim. Nothing stands out to me as that like that one great story that I'll be telling people 
from months from now when someone asks me about my show. They're like, oh, what do you guys talk about there? Like, oh, well, there's this one time. Like, there are so many memorable moments going back into time. Like, you know, the the 300-year time skip boob grab. We got, yeah. we got like, all kinds of shit that I'll always remember. Yeah. You know, we got 86, totally not a Nazi. Oh, uh, yeah, 86 what's is one of the Waif- ones on my wa- list. Waifu hey, Mengele. You have we got Sorcerer's Stabber Orphan, his karate yeah. Sorcerer's Stabber Orphan. It invaded. McDougal, the one that's not off revolver. on, Fucking! Uh, yeah, I wouldn't uh, report back on either of these, to be honest. No, like if someone well, asked me no, for you're an right. I I think that I there is a chance that I will tell people about just that one scene where they have to sing in the OR. They're on a riser and they sing a song so bad that they give all of the surgeons panic attacks. I that is an objectively good story I can tell other people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I I don't laugh, got that. I don't got I laugh that at for, Healer uh, Girls when I talk to you guys about it. When I'm watching it alone, I want to rip my own eyeballs out. So well, yeah, but like there's a lot of those like that. There are right. very few animes that I genuinely laugh at when I'm yeah, watching like, it. Yeah, like so own. it invaded and I know that it was winter season 1 and it is really funny and I recommend people watch it all the way through. But what made it even funnier was that JW and I got to sit on the couch as yes. all of these new serial yeah. killer names were named. <laughs> Up on the whiteboard. stared at each other, just laughing. The, the tendon twister, the, the hamstring <laughs> hammer. like it was The thigh severer. Amazing. That scene on its own isn't that funny. It's trying to be serious, but the fact that somebody they, they show the arm tear, and then later they show one of his victims, and he's in a pool, no, and no, his no. arm's torn no, no. off. They, they, they show they show all of the serial killers killed as they killed other people. Oh That's right, right, yeah, yeah. It was him with his arms, t- his arms torn off. <laughs> It's like, oh, he's the arm terror. What do you think he's going to do? <laughs> like a man Nietzsche-ing another man to death. That's oh, funny. that was so good. Yeah. Every day. It I invaded is probably that. still like Hallmark for me. Just like <coughs> that's that's I, well, I feel yeah. like I've been chasing yeah, we that white whale ever, ever since. If winner's bracket, I don't see anything beating it invaded of our winners. <laughs> I mean, maybe <laughs> I, Sorcerer's Stabber. Although, like, I don't know. I so of, the thing is, I, Sorcerer's Stabber has more content. Yeah. yeah. But what I, think, what I think comes close. Well, I just meant if you chose all the winners... Oh, yeah, no, I know. But yeah. I mean, the I best of the best. Mister, Mister Love's Queen's Choice probably had a shot. another one I talk I about. Much from Mister Love's Queen's Choice, but I remember the highlights because they were funny. I yeah. remember getting getting tricked into being pushed into a cell in a prison <laughs> because you thought that it was going to be. It was an escape death. room. <laughs> <laughs> Getting I, locked in a prison I, that's an dang. exact replica of the concentration camp you grew up in, <laughs> thinking the entire time you were in a, an escape room oh that was God. just eerily similar. It's just, it's incredible. So, well, now I'll talk. So, obviously, Vote, Jay, Mike. you're voting for Healer Girls. Yeah. And, Ethan, you're voting for Trapped in a Day. Uh, yes. Um, so, so, where I stand on this is, like I said, I had to go back and look at the entire anime as a whole. And... While, while I agree with what you said, Ethan, about, like, the first six episodes, like, there being something to glean from them and it kind of built upon itself, I felt like all it did in the last six episodes was do it again. I didn't feel like it went anywhere, but it did it again, but sort of in reverse, because in the first six episodes, he's trying to be a contrarian to everyone around him and kind of like the anti-hero. In the second six episodes, he's just trying to be the hero, even though he claims he's not trying to be. Right. And, like, obviously he makes mistakes and stuff, and... So that storyline got boring. The world building, obviously trash, but uh, the world building Healer Girls, hilariously stupid. Not that great, but at least the premise of people being able to sing 
other people to health uh, is wickedly stupid and kind of funny. But at least, it's not much, but it's something. Um, sure. I get that the VA, and again, in the first six episodes, I thought it was okay. I just think that when you get to the next six episodes, I feel like he's... I, I just felt like he downgraded. I just felt like it was kind of like a mail-in... Almost like a yeah, like like Jay said, like I got tired of it because that was what it was leaning on. Like it was just trying to lean on a VA who was given maybe a little more, you know, creativity. But honestly, it looks like a lot of the words match up. So it's not like he went out and made the jokes. You're right, maybe about the Beauty and the Beast thing, where maybe he clearly made that a reference, and that's fine, you know. But it's not like he made the line himself, like in Be Got HK or in Ghost Stories. Like he's not, you know, he's just trying to sell it through his voice. And in the first six episodes, there were a couple of times where he screamed at the right moment. It was funny, and there were some pauses that were dramatic, kind of funny. But in the second six episodes, I feel like he just dials it up to 12, and I think that is not what the anime needed, especially with well, yeah. the tone that it ended up going. Like I didn't... Also, he starts becoming a more serious role. Yeah. Because every time he has one of his flip-outs, it's objectively right. He's not just being an asshole. He's being a good person. And everyone around him is like, yeah, that's... Yeah, let's go. And you're... you're, like, you're... You don't get it, it. It doesn't hit the same anymore because he's not he's not shrieking and, and cackling like a fucking madman while he punches all the slaves in a room with his weird power up fists. Yeah. It's and like you're, yeah, go ahead, or, or or dissing all the princes and calling them like whatever pussy assholes. And then everyone boos him on the thing you know, like and says weird, like weirdly specific insults to him from the crowd. Yeah. Like, it, that was. In that was funnier. Yeah, in the beginning, that made more sense and was funnier. But in the end, JW was right about the point where, like, there's just a point where people, like, have to hate him for the plot, but there's really no reason anymore because he's basically, like, saved the world, but people hate him because he lost the money. Like, that kind of got old after a while. Like, ah, you made me lose money. And then he kept doing it. And then it's like, ah, I still hate you. But now he's objectively doing good things. So it's not even like he's trying to screw them out of money. He just wants it. I don't know. It just felt like tonally. I was getting the same plot in 6 through 12, but now he's the good guy instead of the anti-hero. And I don't think that made it any better. Um, and if you're asking me, because you brought up this point, Ethan, if I would rather like have an anime where I kind of chuckle throughout the whole thing, or if I'd rather watch something like a movie for two hours and there'd be two amazing moments that I can laugh at and think are hilarious, I, I'm, that's why I'm choosing Healer Girl. So I would absolutely rather have that. I would rather sit through slog because then those moments become funnier because I have nothing to rest back on in the rest of it. And I think those two operation scenes, plus the world building, plus a couple other tiny scenes that kind of made it worth watching, I just in, in the end just makes it better than just kind of sort of snickering at a voice actor who does a good job in the first six episodes, but then like just keeps doing it and doesn't do anything different. And it's not made any better. And I don't laugh anymore because of it. You know, it's, like listening to Abbott and Costello, who's on first, but like 10 hours on repeat. It's like, I've, I've heard this before. Like do something different with your voice acting. But I think he's he's pigeonholed, so he can only say what he's given and he can't be creative. So all he can do is yell and scream in funny ways. And it's funny for a little bit, but after a while, I just kind of get tired of it. And I'd rather have two operating scene rooms that I can just tell people like, hey, you don't have to watch this anime, but in episode three, go watch this scene. Like I, I'll just tell people to watch that. Cause I think it's one of the funniest things I've watched, but I won't go tell people to watch trapped in a dating sim. And I won't tell them to watch either of these all the way through, but at the very least I would recommend someone go back and watch part of an episode or two episodes. Like even just the whole third episode front 
cover to cover, like 22 minutes. I could recommend that episode to somebody. I can't recommend a single episode to somebody in Trapped in a Dating Sim because not one of them rests on its own laurels. And altogether, I don't think it tells a bad, funny enough story for me to tell someone to watch. So that's why I give the edge to Healer Girls. And that's where we're at, boys. Um, nice. Uh, hope that uh, Idiot. Idiots, both of you. We Dumb. did it. We did it. Sacks of shit. Horrible. All right. Bad choice. Healer Girls wins, baby! Woo! Season 8 winner, Healer Girls. Uh, but Jay's right. This uh, this season was kind of weak. But luckily, uh, we get to watch the Benchwarmers next week, which I've handicapped myself, even though I haven't gotten a single thing right because I'm really trying not to. And that's working. What a palate cleanser. Um, what a palate cleanser we're going to But have. we're getting uh, Spy X Family, or just Spy Family. Why put the X? Who knows? Uh, the uh, last do you summoner, say the X or don't you? Who knows? Is it just called Hunter Hunter? I don't know. Yes, apparently. I don't know. Um, the Last Summoner and Birdie Wing. Uh, so we'll see if the other two are at least better than something we have in here. But something tells me it's not going to be hard to beat something in here. But at the same time, it is summer season and we haven't seen a lot of good stuff. So it may just be equally as bad and therefore I won't get any points. Mm-hmm. Um, so call that's shots, next week. And then we shots, do the wrap up. Shots, call shots, um, call shots. <laughs> yeah, I, call yeah shots. right. So we got we got bench warmers, then wrap bench up, shots. and right now we got called shots, which we're not doing the full called shot breakdown because we say that for the wrap up. But called we'll shots, talk about shots. these two animes. Ethan, uh, my winner is out. Trapped in a dating sim is my winner. Uh, I also said bam, trapped bam. in a dating sim. Fuck you, trapped in a dating sim. I said backstory into genetically related female, and he gets denied, which it was hinted so hard in that first episode. But we never mm. got revealed what he was being blackmailed about for why he had to play the fucking game. Yeah, they well, again, yeah, they, and we brought that up last episode. Will they or the episode before? Like Jay brought it up, but will they get to it? That's the problem with these things. Is sometimes they they obviously they set it up for a second season, and they didn't want to spend yeah. time. They didn't want to get to it in the first season because they wanted to build their <laughs> build their world. Yeah, yeah, yeah and a they, lot and of they so world casually world. drop it too. Where like the yes. robot just offhandedly says, "Hey, you know." That's your sister over there, right? Basically, like, yeah. he basically says that, but the other guy yeah. doesn't get it. They both know that they're not they're from the real world and he multiple times says like, "Oh, she's acting just like my sister." But he doesn't he doesn't know by the end of it. He has no idea that's his yeah. sister and we don't know why she dumped him into whatever. She blackmailed him. So, what a bummer. Yeah, I don't get it would have been more interesting so to found out. I, I think they'll never get into it honestly cuz like no, what, I don't what kind of isekai no. even cares about backstory yeah. anymore? <laughs> uh, I also didn't get my full-blown merch episode for Healer Girls, Ethan, which is this was the hardest runner. one I was rooting for you on. I just I wanted you know. it. I, I wanted the merch episode. My, I was rooting my heart out for yeah. them to sell their soul for a Especially merch at the end. Can you yeah. imagine yeah. the last episode was that they all quit being Healer Girls and then they just joined a band together? Uh, that would so I have better. never rooted harder for someone to get a point than I did for you, Ethan, and I'm sorry it didn't come true. Because also, I think that would have guaranteed Ethan picked Healer Girls if they had a merch episode. That's the funniest selling out I've ever seen. Anyway, uh, Jay? Uh, mine for Trapped in a Dating Sim was the main character's sole goal is to sabotage other NPCs. No. No. Uh, literally, at the end, he completely changes. Yeah, yep. his eyes said backwards. Uh, Healer Girls, I... I don't even remember. Is there an episode where nobody sings? I don't. If there think is, I, I, I wouldn't know. It. Yeah. Because as far as I know, they sing at least a little bit in every episode. And but it's also not even if that was at the end of the day. The even one. if there was one, the best one was not one where they didn't sing. Yep. So that's yep. it. It's dead in the water. Uh, Mike. Another another loss there. Anyway, um, sorry, I had to step out for a second. Um, I'm back. I didn't get a point for Healer as much as I wanted to get one for the Anal Polyp song. 
Uh, mm. But JW doesn't actually like the song. I think it's a little. No, the song there. sucks. The <laughs> mental palace is uh, uh, god tier. No, but that's fine. Um, and then Trapped in a Dating Sim was already gone, so I don't really have that many points. I gotta hope for my bench warmers for yeah, something. So far, the producer's winning. Yeah, the producer has one point. He's the uh, only person. <laughs> the lizard uh, is the token black character. Ethan also yeah. did not like a song. No, I um, I I almost, for the record, complimented some the uh, the female lead, like the the trainer doctor. Her voice is good, but like the song itself is, I, I just don't give a shit it's about it. Yeah, I mean so they, they bad, are they yeah. are trained singers, so yeah, it's they, fine their to voices say that are they good. They sound nice, but the songs had no substance. It was just airy, floaty nonsense the whole time. Yeah, they might have been like so a little better than the normal one, but it's just yeah, yeah it's not engaging at all. No, it's um, just you will be fine. Everything is hunky dory. Like, yeah, do you remember a time when it was good? Yes, I uh, I do. Thank you. Okay, Thank keep you. remembering it. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we'll we'll get to figure out boringest. I'm interested to see if, uh, when we do the wrap-up, if any of the other uh, animes, uh, including Fanfare, if anything beats Fanfare for being boring. So To be honest, I, 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 for a second there, once again, I read it. I was like, what one was Fanfare? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I completely <laughs> forgot what it was about. I definitely it feels get like It feels like so long ago. Like that and yep. Dawn of the... No, I remember some of Dawn of the Witch. I think Fanfare is the only one I really just genuinely don't remember anything I about. remember things about um, Fanfare. I just remember... It's mostly, well, now I do. I remember it's about horses. but that's Yeah, it's the gay horse riders that are actually not that gay, but someone wants them to be gay. They're totally not All right. gay. Like they are gay, but they're not... Wouldn't like, it be hot know? if they kissed, but they won't? Because that, that'd be gay. Yeah, I'd be gay. <laughs> Can't have that... All right. Uh, All right. Wait, so what's next, next week, week again? Just to reiterate, next week, just to reiterate, because the producer keeps highlighting it, even though I mentioned it, I'll say it again. Uh, we're watching uh, the first, second, third, and last episode of Spy Family, Jesus The Last fuck. Summoner, Dude, and Birdie episodes? Wing. So a badminton anime, something that's supposed to be good, and I forget what The Last Summoner was about. I vaguely remember the poster and why I picked it, but I genuinely don't remember what it was about. Um, and so we're going to watch first, second, third, and last, decide if I get any points for those, uh, then we'll do the wrap-up, and we'll see who wins. So this you is know, fun. Thanks for we don't thanks for ju- we don't what? talk enough. Hold on, I'm not done. We need to talk about inflation because we don't talk enough about the the like episode inflation on the podcast. When I got on this, you guys were like, "Oh, let's just do like three, 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 and then eventually all of them." And now it's what? like, "Oh, we have three bench warmers and there's twelve episodes, and then let's add some more shit in." Wait a minute the the twelve episode bench warmers thing has been in since like season one or two. Yep. Mm, that can't be we have crazy. literally never no. changed the number of episodes we've watched. Well, yeah, once we once we put in bench warmers, it was always first, second, third, and last, and it was always three, one for each of us. Something we put feels in bench different. warmers. That can't what, be right. Like nope. literally the second season. I don't. Well, I don't know if it was second season. We I always thought it was two bench warmers though. It's not three. No, because no, we all that three. Was, that was always just uh, like special episodes. We'd we'd put. One, that was just a bonus episode. Yeah, because that was the thing. Two. We had bench warmers essentially. We just didn't call them that. All right. Well, because like even in, even in like season two, we had extras that we watched, where like it didn't have anything to do with anything. All right. Well, maybe maybe it's just that the animes are getting so much worse that it feels like I'm watching more anime. Yeah, you know? probably. Is it possibly that, or is it my life force being stolen from me? It's possible yeah. there. All right, well, fine. We'll, uh, Fucking close the pod, yeah. I guess. I'll just wallow. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us this week. It's been a blast. Uh, we hope you join us next week for the uh, Bench Warm episode. Wrap up after that, and then we'll finish out another great season here at Crappy Anime Showdown. We'll uh, just yeah. keep on slogging through the rest. We'll see you later. Bye. 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 You and that itchy trigger finger. When you got it.
Keep up! 